it's all, it is the great commission, but it's also a recommission to be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth yeah. and subdue it, to bear the image of Christ, bear the image of God to the world around you. Yeah. And so through all this, we've talked about that. Absolutely. What? It's that relationship with the goal of representation, mm-hmm. the representation of Christ. That's excellent. We are back with episode three of the Right This Way podcast. We're so glad you've joined us today as we look to give a fresh perspective on what disciple making is in the life of the believer. We've heard from so many of you that this conversation around disciple making has been impactful as you look to make disciples of Christ in your life. And we are so thrilled because that is our goal to help you make more and better disciples of Jesus. So let's jump right back into our conversation right this way. The first part of our conversation was who is a disciple maker? Who are our disciples? Who are the people that we should be looking for to disciple? Who should I be looking for to um, to follow after? Then um, what would be... Uh, the next natural question for me then is is what is disciple making mm-hmm. right what is what is that thing that we're talking about in this conversation like what is disciple making yeah. in your mind well honestly like i have my thoughts but really i genuinely want to hear what you've got to say tim i, w- I would love for you to start because right, start i want to hear what you got to say yes um so what is disciple making? And I think it's important to have this conversation because I think we've uh, we've made it very difficult. We've made it more difficult than it needs to be. And um, one of the things that we've kind of been talking about is how simple disciple making it's very simple in theory, but it's hard in uh, practicality yeah. out in the world um, because it's simple because it's not in a program. It, when we talk about disciple making, we think about discipleship programs. And so then all of a sudden we think about kids ministry. Right. And, and or small groups or those. Kind, and that's obviously where disciple making happens mm-hmm. sometimes. But that's not disciple making. Mm-hmm. That's not a nutshell. It can't be put into a box of uh, Sunday morning for an hour or yeah. Wednesday night for an hour. And um, disciple making is just reaching your hand out and saying, I'm headed this way. I'm following Christ. I would like you to walk with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think of Jesus is when Jesus wanted to make a disciple, he started the conversation out with follow, follow me. me. Right. He just looked at someone and said, follow me. And they started following him. And he then he was making disciples as he went, as he walked down the road, as he did ministry. Then after that ministry, he would be teaching the disciples and and saying, "Okay, did you see what I did here? Right. This is why I did this this way. Um, And I would love to be in those conversations that happen that weren't weren't, aren't recorded in scripture with Jesus and his disciples as they were walking down the road, because I'm sure they had a lot of things that um, weren't there. But but literally, it's as simple as uh, inviting someone along with whatever you're doing Mm. um, that you would like to disciple and, and sending out that invitation that says, follow me. Um, and then inserting Jesus into that as you're in the grocery store getting groceries or um, as you're driving uh, to, you know, I, I got to go get my car worked on. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, can we can you want to go with me and then I can drive back with you or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's natural to kind of find someone we know can do that <laughs> in our lives. And, 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 and those are things that we need help with. 
naturally. So let's just add Jesus into that. And so disciple making for me is as simple as just I'm following Jesus. I'm reaching my hand out and I want you to you, you yeah. follow me as I follow him. And that's so good because it's so relational as well. Yeah. You know, it's not this program. It's not this, well, you've got to read through the Bible. You've got to, you know, look, read that. You know, there's going to be encouragement in that, but it's centered around relationship. You know, it's centered around this, hey, just join me as I go do this. Join me as I go do that. You know, just like we mentioned in a previous podcast, man is not meant to be alone. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're yeah. meant and designed and built for relationship. And so we've got to be able, you know, that's, that's the discipleship process. It's the uh, follow me, come join me as I come see what it looks like to be a Christian in Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Come see what it looks like to be a Christian when you're getting your car worked on, mm-hmm. when things don't go as planned and you get double charged for your TV yeah. and <laughs> come see what it looks like to I'm be a driving Christian. down the road and I get cut off. How do I, how do I respond? Why yeah. do, you know, the, the person in the, in the passenger seat was like, what you're supposed to get angry at that. Well, no, I'm not because, <laughs> because I have Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit it's helping me. Um, I think of a, I think of one of the stories, my, my dad, um, didn't grow up in church and I have a lot of stories from my dad's, uh, growing up phase of, of life. And I steal a lot of his stories. And so if, if he's ever a guest on this podcast, I, I apologize. I probably <laughs> stole your stories already, but, um, he has this great story where he, um, was, uh, like a senior in high school. He was just starting to follow Christ. Right. And, um, the, uh, he, he was at a football game, just started dating my, dating my mom. And, uh, he didn't have a ton of money, bought some hot chocolate. Cause he's up in Northwest Pennsylvania. It's cold outside. He, um, gets the hot chocolate, he turns around and this little like middle school kid, like just runs through the line trying to get somewhere, spills the hot chocolate mm-hmm. all over my dad. Right. And my dad, it, admittedly, you know, I'm not saying anything that he wouldn't tell you himself has an issue with anger, ha- has, you know, deals with that. He has a temper and, um, he, he just, he's a new believer and he really wanted to just clock this kid, right? Like <laughs> teach him a lesson for what he did to me right now. I have hot chocolate. I'm on a date, right? I have hot chocolate all over me now and, uh, I don't have any money for any more hot chocolate. And, and now I'm going to be wet and cold and it's usually to the anger's building up. And so he grabs this kid and he puts him against the wall of the concession stand and he's, he's just ready to unleash the punishment and the anger and, and in the concession stand is one of the deacons for the church that he goes to. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man. And he puts the kid down. And uh, after, you know, the few choice words or whatever, and the lady behind the counter gives him the uh, gives him the new hot chocolate, says, don't worry about it. Leave the kid alone. It was an accident. Here's hot chocolate. Well, everybody, everything's okay, right? So he goes back. He, and that was a Friday night, right? So he knows he's going to go be at church on Sunday. And he's going to have to see this guy. Accountability. Accountability. And he knows he's going to be there. Um, uh, and sure, he almost talked himself out of going to church on Sunday because he knew he'd have to meet this guy and he'd, he'd, he'd tell him what's on his mind, right? Mm-hmm. How he should have been acting. And uh, so he walks into church and uh, there, there's the deacon. First person to meet him comes walking out the hallway. Here's the deacon. And uh, he's like, the deacon says to my dad, uh, you know, I... I, I saw you on Friday night and I, I saw what happened. He's like, 
yeah, I, I know you did. <laughs> he's, he's like, you know, I realized on Friday night that you and I have a lot in common. I grew up in construction my entire life. And, and if the Holy Spirit's not working in me, I have, I have a I have bad language. Like I do not use my language well. Um, and if the Holy Spirit's not working in me, I, I also have a temper and I like to use violence and, and anger in the way I interact. And, and the Holy Spirit has to constantly be working in me. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind, let's help each other out. Yeah. Um, and if, if you would pray for me that the Holy Spirit would continue to work in me, I'll pray for you. And every couple of weeks, we're just going to check in and see how that's going. Yeah. And, and my dad was just blown away by that response because his, my grandfather, had he known what happened, would not have reacted that way, mm-hmm. right? It would have been behind the woodshed kind of thing. And, and it was just, there was a lot of like, I'm working this thing out myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a deacon in the church, but I'm still working this thing out in myself. And, and would you walk with me as I do this? Mm-hmm. And we can kind of learn some lessons and build that bridge and that relationship because that's where that new life is going to come from and yeah. that disciple making. And, and, and that just led my dad to be able to say like, Hey, if, if God can use him to be a deacon and he's still working on this stuff, like maybe God can use me. And then mm-hmm. it just answered some of those, allowed my dad to ask some of those questions that he didn't ask before. Mm-hmm. And helped him make that next step closer to Christ. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that we said this in the last episode was, you know, disciple making is, is kind of just helping people take one more step closer to, Mm -hmm. to Jesus and their walk with Jesus. And that's what he did in that relational way. Yeah. And we make it so difficult where it has to happen with these certain check marks in this certain program. And, and if we're not working through this book in this program, discipleship's not going to happen. And it's, and it's really, that program is great, but it's just a tool used to create opportunities for disciple making. Mm -hmm. And what I see in that conversation, I love what the deacon did because he showed such um, such are the characteristics of Jesus. Yeah. And uh, don't don't quote me from exactly where it's from, but I believe it might be Second Timothy. Um, whereas Paul is teaching Timothy, and he's asking really all believers to follow the way of Christ, and he lists off some characteristics of mm-hmm. compassion, meekness, humility, and that's what I see in that answer from the deacon. Yeah. You know, he had compassion. Hey, I've been where you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I understand how difficult mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, to not do what you wanted to do. He had meekness. He said, if God hasn't helped me, if God's not working on my life, Mm -hmm. if the Holy Spirit isn't, you know, an active participant convicting me (laughs) of sin and righteousness, then I'm not going to walk in the way that Mm -hmm. I should. So that's strength under control, right? It's the I've got to have the Holy Spirit working in me so that I can control. Um, and then there's the humility side of it. I need your help too, you know? And I love that because it's such a, such a reflection of the character of Christ Mm -hmm. in that we, in that act of compassion of, I understand you, I'm with you, help me out too. And we'll just meet together and learn from each other. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I, I, I spent a lot of my time, um, equipping, children's leaders, right? Volunteer children's leaders in, um, in churches. And, and I, a lot of my time is spent observing what they naturally do and then working with them afterwards on those things and, and kind of coming in as kind of almost like a consultant kind of thing. Um, 
I remember uh, I, I wanted to talk about this because we talk a lot about, you know, discipleship is disciple making is not the program. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of times I come into a program to observe it. Right. And I, I want to kind of make clear that programs are not awful. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and, we and love they're designed a lot of great programs. For great, <laughs> for great things, because I, I I sat down and they were having small groups and they were having a small group time where they were memorizing verses and they were talking about a large group lesson that they had. And I was just listening to a small group time and uh, the leaders were kind of focused on the, the, the task that was at hand. I mm-hmm. need to have the kids memorize this scripture or I need to have the kids work through this this Bible, these questions that it's asking. And I could sense that the leaders were getting frustrated because the kids were not into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the kids were not there for it. Right. And uh, they um, uh, so the kids were talking about their own things. And one kid was talking about some problems that they were having on a bus. And and I don't really want to study for this test that I have coming up. And but my parents are making me study for this test and I don't want to. Do, but they're talking with each other and the leaders are there um, just trying to get them back on track on what they're supposed to do. And and it didn't really end up being very productive for what the leaders wanted. The mm-hmm. kids kind of repeated a verse back, but they didn't memorize it. And, and they, they, they gave some rote answers to some of those questions, but really it was the leaders that were asked, answering the questions. And, and, and so the kids then walked and went to their next activity in that group. And I was able to sit with that small group leader and say, I can kind of sense that you were a little bit frustrated in that process. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I understand why you were frustrated, but, but if we took this a different direction and you took this opportunity that you have in small group time and just had a conversation with them, you learned a, a lot about their lives that you could use next week when mm-hmm. you see them. Mm-hmm you learned that they have a problem with some of their friends on the bus and mm-hmm. they're struggling with that. You learned that they have a somewhat tenuous relationship with their brother or sister over here mm-hmm. and, and that they've got a big test next week. Mm-hmm. So if we could take all those things and, and you could share some of your experiences of what you've done and how God's helped you through those things in this small group time, what a much bigger win than if they can repeat the words yeah. on and, this paper. And even then, like the the immediate application of scripture as well. Like if, if you're not sure exactly how there's nothing wrong with, you know, planning and waiting until the next week. But if you've already got the scripture in your heart, too, yeah. and you you're you're working in the Holy Spirit and letting him speak to you and bring scripture to your remembrance right then and there, which will correctly divide the word of truth. You know, you can then immediately like, hey, all right, maybe we don't need to memorize this scripture. Maybe you need to memorize this one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. let's speak into this moment uh-huh. right here, right now yeah. and be able to bring life and truth to this situation. Yeah. You know, if we do the work of memorizing and being good disciples ourselves, then we're able to effectively disciple for the moment, for the needs of the yeah. people right in front of us. I think that I, I, I was, I was like, if I think if they see that the Bible and the truth of God's word has worked for you in your life, because yeah. you have hidden God's word in your heart that you might not sin, right? But you've got it hidden in your heart. You use it in your everyday life as a as an adult. 
Like mm-hmm. maybe they would buy in a little bit more to learning it now as a kid and not focus as much on the problems like the horizontal, you know, problems that they have on earth and mm-hmm. more focus on the vertical relationship with mm-hmm. Jesus to help them with those horizontal problems. And, and maybe that would be a bigger win and a better. And so that's a great example of when the program is fantastic and it gives mm-hmm. us a great outline for us to use. But if the Holy Spirit is working in a different way, I, we can sense the opportunity to move and that that opportunity that we've created with that small group for disciple making and that building of a relationship and connecting with people and connecting where they are so that next week when you see those kids again, you can say, Hey, how was that test? Yeah. Right. How's the bus going? And it, mm-hmm. and it builds that bridge and builds that relationship. And that's what disciple making is, is building a relationship more and connecting Jesus to that relationship yeah. and following them along that way. So, and then there's that ultimate goal as well, because definitely what is discipleship is definitely that's that relationship, but there's that goal in mind as well. I always think of, you know, we've got the great commission, Matthew 28, 19 mm-hmm. and 20, where it's saying, Hey, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the father and the son and the Holy spirit, teaching them to observe everything I've commanded. And I will be with you even till the very end of the age, you know, but it's such a mirror of Genesis 1, 27 and 28, yeah. where Jesus or God is in the beginning of creation saying, um, male and female, I've created them. I've created them in my image, you know, and then it, he gives the commission to them, go forth, be fruitful and multiply. And so it's this idea of filling the world with the image of Christ, you know, mm-hmm. with the image of God, with the character and likeness of God, go and represent God to the rest of creation. You know, yeah. that was the original mandate. And then the fall happened. And so Jesus comes back and is like recenter, like, Hey, he is the perfect example of, you know, he's the new Adam, right? Mm-hmm. He is the new Adam that comes and, you know, establishes and is the sacrifice so that we can have a good relationship with the father again. And then he gives us the commission, go and make disciples, yeah. teaching them to observe everything I've commanded you. So go help them be like me. So he recommissions, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it is the great commission, but it's also a recommission to be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth yeah. and subdue it, to bear the image of Christ, bear the image of God to the world around you. Yeah. And so through all this, we've talked about that. Absolutely. What It's that relationship with the goal of representation, mm-hmm. the representation of Christ. That's excellent. I, I, I know a lot of our examples, if you're listening to us, a lot of our examples are going to come from children's ministry because mm-hmm. it's, it's taken up the last probably 20 years of my life, right? So um, a lot of the examples are going to come from that, but it, the same theories and practicalities hold true. Mm-hmm. If, I'm in a, if, I'm in a, if I'm at work and we have a task and I'm supposed to be doing this task and we're, we're, we're walking through and it's becoming frustrating. And, you know, I've, I, I, it, it's bigger than I thought it was going to be. And it, somebody's not holding up their end of the bargain, right? Yeah. Like I'm not getting as much help as I have, but yet somehow I'm still joyful. Somehow I'm still showing gratitude and somehow I'm still acting with the fruits of the spirit. Someone at that point is going to say, why, what, why are you act? Why, how are you not as frustrated as I am in this process? And, and when that happens, that's, that's my chance to follow the Holy Spirit and say, well, I'm acting this way, but it's not me. If, if the Holy Spirit working in me. 
And, yeah. and if the Holy Spirit works in me, I can show gratitude. I can have the peace that passes understanding. I can, I can have joy in the midst of struggle because I know that, that I can count it all joy yeah. when I face trials of various kinds because the testing of my faith produces. I can add scripture into that if I know it, if I'm, if I'm following after Jesus, I'm connected with him. I can sense those times where life creates opportunities for disciple making, mm-hmm. but, um, but it is, uh, it, it's not the disciple making, it, it's just the opportunity for disciple making. Mm-hmm. I have to see it happen mm-hmm. and I have to be connected with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I guess the one action step for today, yeah, what's know, that is, step? Hey, what's that what next is thing that for one me? Thing, one thing that I can do this week is whether, you know, you're at your job, you're leading a small group, you're working at, um, a church, or even if you're working from home and you've got kids, you know, or you're going to go hang out with your friends, look for the opportunity to speak life into the moment. That's right. You know, cause Jesus, Absolutely. one of the, one of the things he said as equally as he talked about the gospel, the same number of times he talked about and said, I have come to bring light to the world. You know, he talks about bearing, bearing witness to the truth. You know, mm-hmm. he said, I came to bear witness to the truth. Yeah. And so to be able to share light in the middle of the situation, you know, be able to say, this is the truth, the hope that lives in me because of Jesus Christ. You know, that's the first step for discipleship, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to bring Christ into the moment. Well, thank you once again for joining us. We are praying more than anything that you have heard something today that will help you this week as you interact with the people that God has placed in your life. The response to this podcast has been fantastic, and we are humbled that you would listen and then share it with your friends. And if you've not done so already, would you take a moment and just like and follow the podcast so it can grow to its full potential? And be sure to share it with all of your friends. And we will see you next time right here as we learn more about disciple making right this way.